Hey, this is Madeline. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to your Lucky You're Cute. Welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Hi, babes. Hi. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> I feel like I haven't talked to you in like what's probably been not more than two days, but it feels like it's been like three weeks. I know. I have updates. Oh my God. Tell me. I have no updates. So let's see. No. Let's hear. <laughs> oh my gosh. So share with the class. I had a cold over the weekend, so I couldn't see Boy Toy Friday. Oh no. Um, Was he okay? How did he deal with that? Well, I saw him last night, and that was the first time I'd seen him over, like, I don't know, like, six days, I guess, like, almost a week. Mm-hmm. He said he missed me. Oh, is that, like, the longest you guys have gone without seeing each other no, I since you started talking? Like, no, I think we've gone, like, a full week at some point. But, like, that, we had plans, and then the plans got canceled, so it kind of, like, mm-hmm. threw a wrench. And he's like, did you miss me? I was like, yeah, a little bit. Just a teeny bit. Like just a, just a smidge. You've got to keep them on their toes a little bit. Exactly. And then <laughs> you were sick too, and you had two of your guys offer to bring you soup. <laughs> like in the, like within minutes of each other, two of these guys were like, Abby, can we bring you soup? And of course, Abby sends it over to me. And I wanted you to make them race. She did. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> One only one of them is like serious in my opinion, but like they both said, "Can I bring you soup?" And I sent Madeline a screenshot because I was like, "This is so silly." And she was like, "Make them race." Does it matter if they're serious or not? Like, no one wants to be a loser, so I'd be like, "Just so you know, you're you're in a race." Like, I've got a lot of people bringing me soup right now. I'm like, it's survival <laughs> the fittest out there. Like, I think guys need a little fire under their ass, you know? Like, they used to be hunters and like chasing down wild boar for me to eat and like you could bring me a soup faster than the other guy that's true like I need a provider exactly <laughs> <laughs> like the fishermen with their fish photos of literally that's so funny I was telling the guy like that I'm, <laughs> I was telling the guy that I've been talking to about the fish photo and without even telling him your perspective on that he was like, well, when you think about it, from provider mindset, I was like, why are you and Madeline agreeing on this? I was like, don't take her side. <laughs> and But yet you guys have a point, a very, very valid point. Listen, I'm not like, I don't see a fish photo. I'm like, mm, damn, that's a, that's a good looking fish. <laughs> However, I do enjoy thinking of this little, you know, the psychology behind it in my head. I think it's cute. I'm like, oh, he caught me a fish. <laughs> It's like a penguin bringing a pebble. They're like, I brought, I brought you a gift. I really hate that, though, because now I'm going to look at it and be like, aw. And that's not what I want to think when I see a guy with a fish photo. I'm sorry. I ruined you. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so my guy, Boy Toy, um, first of all, he knows that his name is Boy Toy, and he loves that. He's into it. Yeah, good, perfect. He thinks he thinks we're taking back the name. You know, he thinks boy tour is a derogatory term and we should, you know, take it back. I'm like, yeah, he's okay. reclaiming it. He's, he's reclaiming it. He's proud. Mm-hmm. And he likes to cook. So he was cooking for me and I was making a joke to um, to you and my mom saying that like, oh, he's going to meal prep for me. Mm-hmm. This man comes over and cooks the largest pot of soup ever. And I do have like five containers of meal prep now, so... Was and the fact that he made you soup specifically is so cute. Well, 
well, he asked me what type of soup I liked and then had me list soups. And I felt like I was doing a BuzzFeed quiz on what's your personality <laughs> on your favorite type of soup. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It was good. Wait, soup. that's so wholesome. What kind of soup was it? He made tortilla soup. I love tortilla soup. Was it yummy? It was yummy. I have a lot of it left over. I'm going to be eating it for days, days. So I've been, I have two more dates next week, two first dates. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know how those are going to go, obviously, but that's on the radar. What are you, what are these dates? What are you doing with them? One's mini golf and one's drinks. The boys okay. love to take me to mini golf. Let I was going to say, I've never been on a mini golf date. You seem to find yourself on a lot of them. I go on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I also think it's funny because I know you enjoy that and I so deeply would not enjoy it. So it just, it just <laughs> makes me giggle because like if a guy asked to take me to mini golf, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> thank you. It's so funny. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. They're all so willing to take me to mini golf and I do like mini golf. I'm good at mini golf too. And I'm very comfortable with that as a date setting. Mm-hmm. However, Poi Toy told me on our first date, he's like, you sounded scripted. I was like, my bad. I've been doing this for long. <laughs> Unhinge. Uh-huh. Well, but you even, literally are scripted because you have them copied and pasted I in know. your know. <laughs> but even even when Boy Toy met me on our first date, like in person, he's like, Yeah, the first 10 minutes of you, I felt like you just rehearsed. I was like, not intentionally, but like yeah. I'm glad you took 10 minutes of you. <laughs> that is so funny. I was actually I was thinking about something similar to this not five minutes ago when you texted me. I was thinking one of your beige flags. <laughs> Because I was like, is this a red flag of hers or is this a green flag? I don't know. So I've decided it's a beige flag. You text like a dad. You text like <laughs> my father. And at first I thought it was ironic. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. It's not ironic. The amount of thumbs ups that I get from you make me uncomfortable. Or the, what did you say? Was it a thumbs up you just sent me? I sent you the arm muscle. Or the arm muscle. The arm muscle, the yellow. It's also the fact that it's like the yellow one. I don't know why that makes a difference, but like. It's the yellow thumbs up, the yellow arm muscle, or like the like, okay. one. Like it's the way that my dad texts me. And it's also just like, okay. And love you. Not, I love you. <laughs> love you. And if you're feeling crazy, you might be like, love you. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm like, I love this girl. And I have to remind myself of that when you send me a text with that emoji. <laughs> and that gives me the same vibes as scripted Madeline. Oh my God. Well, like, even when I send, like, the little character emojis, mm-hmm. you know, like, the girl and, like, doing all her facial expressions, like, it's it's yellow. I, I don't identify with the skin color enough to, like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but fair enough. <laughs> well, like, there's the... It's too much well, You're pressure. in between. You're in between. It's too you're much kind of pressure. In I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean, but... <laughs> well, she's got, she's got black hair brown hair or blonde hair I'm a bronze I feel like I don't you identify are. and that's fair so I'm gonna be that's my fair. little just so funny. character right I'm it's just so funny so when funny. I <laughs> when I get a text like that from you I am just like I seriously have to take a second <laughs> and look at it and I'm like I hated that <laughs> like she's like literally lucky that she's cute because this text not <laughs> ideal for me <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> that makes me love it 10 times more. I know. I, I know. want you to know that they are like ironic. Like, they are. Like I'm, I'm doing it because I know it's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to start texting you like that. I'm not kidding. Just for fun. 
okay, well, you send me slumbies and starbies and mm-hmm. donkeys and whatever else is going on. And I have I to say, that makes me cringe. So if and yet you accept our issues right now. <laughs> I'm going to say slumby until a day that I die. Oh my God. Until a day that I die. I didn't know you felt so strongly about my emoji choices. I, I do. And yet I love and accept you. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I get a good kick out of my emoji choices. I do too. In like a way where I'm kind of like put off by them. And yet I'm like amused, you know? <laughs> you know which emoji I dislike? Which one? The cowboy. I'm not a big fan of that one either. Someone throws a cowboy out there and I'm like, that's a bit of an ick. I don't know. I feel like you're like, it's, it's like trying too hard, but it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like the cowboy. Come up with something personal. I also don't like the heart eyes emoji. That's what probably like a hot take, but like if I like text a photo or like a set, I, I don't know. If a guy responds to anything I send with a hard eye, to me, I'm just like, are we in high school? And that's my hot take. I like the little like blushy one. You know the one I'm talking about. <gasps> oh, I love that one with the little blushy hearts. It is because it's kind of like I have a crush on you. Like it's kind of like, you know, but the hard eye one, I'm just, it's not giving what I needed to give. Speaking of little crushy ones, I enjoy Boy Toy so much because he just lets me flirt with him nonstop in the most ridiculous ways. And you know I could really run with that mm-hmm. if I, you know. And he just what lets kind me of ways? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, he left his, um, he was packing up the other day and he left his shirt on the floor of my room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you trying to leave this here so you have a reason to come back? <laughs> he just always gets so flustered or um or when He's we were too easy he makes he, it too easy for you he makes it too easy he sets himself up or when he was cooking in the kitchen for us and you and I were like uh oh gosh what did we what did we say <laughs> when I was like take off your shirt take off your shirt Let I didn't have the, you <laughs> I didn't have the guts to say it but basically the guys the men were in the kitchen they were they were Hello. cooking for us. Yeah, they were <laughs> cooking for us. And we were just like sitting there, like literally staring at them. <laughs> because we were, it was like watching, like, it was just like, like, I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but we were just fascinated by them. Oh, no, I was because totally they're like, them. absolutely. <laughs> well, because of, I'm just like, is this what boys talk about? Like, it was just so funny. And I was, as a joke, I was like, I should just be like, take your shirt off. But then I, I couldn't say it. I was too nervous. Anyway, but no, he like, he really just like walks into half of them. And it's really just fun for me to just like so blatantly flirt with someone. Like I would never do that in public or like on a first date. It's just fun. It just has to be a very certain personality for me to be like fully just like, I don't know, playing with them. Does he listen to this podcast? I don't know. I feel like he He asked me if I talked about him and I was like, like I've mentioned you, but I don't talk about you. He's like, do you say my name? I'm like, no, God, no, you don't have a name. Yeah, the name. <laughs> Literally, like what? Your name? Yeah, he. Oh, I asked him what he calls me. What I'm referred to, and he does say that he refers to me as Madeline. I'm like, ooh, wow, bull. <laughs> Your legal name. That's my very legal, nice of him. My legal name, and lady friend. Lady friend. <laughs> That's really funny. I kind of like lady friend. I'm into it. I like it because it's just like silly, goofy. I know. I accept it. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my lady friend. I like that. Like, I'll be your lady friend, sure. Yeah. 
lady friend it is. I'm trying to think if I have any other updates. Oh, I'm going to Macklemore tonight. Really excited about that. <gasps> I'm so excited for you. And then you leave tomorrow for... I'm going to Fort Lauderdale. Birthday. For my birthday week. Florida. Yeah. I am so excited for you. Yes. How much? I've packed. None. 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 I know. Are you wearing your sparkly little skirt? I'm going to wear that tonight, and then I'm going to pack it. Because the sparkly little... I want a picture in that. And, you know... Boy Toy has and that's Florida. Yeah, Boy Toy has his good qualities. I feel like I have nothing to base this on other than the fact that man, but um, I don't think he'd take a good birthday pick of me. I don't think he would either. But I feel like he would listen to this and be like, I would take an amazing birthday pick of you and still take a bad one. But he would be Yeah, you know, did I tell about tell you about my incident this week? Oh no, what's your incident? Well, it's not really so much of an incident. Well, it is. It's an unfortunate incident. Basically, I went to get coffee with a guy. He takes a photo of me, right? I'm, like, caught off guard. Actually, he takes a few photos of me. I don't think that deeply of it. A few days later, he texts me the photos. When I tell you, they are worse than a photo my mom would post of me on her Facebook if she had Facebook. They are like the worst photos that anyone has ever taken of me in my whole life. And so I'm never like, I don't trust a man to take photos after this one incident. That's hard to do because you're like really photogenic. You ain't seen these photos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, they are so bad. And I didn't acknowledge it. I was just like, oh my God. Why would he send them to you? I would just be like, well, that's the thing. Why would he send them to me? (laughs) It felt violent. The fact that he looked at it and said, I'm going to show her that. But anyways, can you send me the not important. Can you send me the pictures? Yeah. I, I'm going to send them to you. Karina was like, what? That doesn't even look like you. <laughs> so that was like really deeply humbling. And that is why I'm going to project that onto your boy toy and say, I don't trust him to take photos. Mm-mm. No. And you need a photo in that skirt because it's an adorable skirt. It's a, I know. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Other things I'm excited about currently, Alex Earl just came out with her podcast. Big deal. Very excited about it. It came out today. Wait, I thought she was just like doing a call her daddy thing. Does she actually have her own podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh. Where you been? I didn't know that. I don't know. As someone, for someone who's like online, I always feel like I'm just like so out of touch, which is so weird. I don't understand how I get to be this way. No, it's called Hot Mess and it just aired episode one today. And I kind of like it. I like that it's like casual. I thought she would do something a little bit more formal and it's chill, which I appreciate. I don't know. I like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like our, do you feel like our podcast is pretty chill? Yeah. I think we're like leaning way too far <laughs> into the chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're leaning into the chill. <laughs> I feel like we put a lot of effort into our podcast and you would never know. That's true. <laughs> Like, we plan out all of our episodes. But I feel like that's just our You would never know. <laughs> that's just our personalities. Yeah, that's just us. We like a little bit of organized chaos. Another thing I'm obsessed with is um, Sophie Turner breaking up with Joe mm. Jonas. Can we talk? And then and then Taylor Swift taking her to dinner. Yes! Oh, my God. Ah! Oh, my God. I saw that, and I literally, like, was quaking in my seat. Like, you cannot tell me that Taylor Swift is not the, like coolest person ever like that is just such a power move it's insane it was so good like it's crazy it was so good 
So good. I was shocked when I saw that photo. As of right now, like a week ago, they were supposed to be like breaking up on like good terms, right? Getting a divorce on good terms. Right. But now she's suing him because he won't let her take the kids back to England with her. Mr. Perfectly Fine. I know. So now she's hanging out with Taylor Swift. They're plotting. Oh, I'm sure. Like what I would do to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. Literally, I seriously think that like you could not have a worse enemy than Taylor Swift. That's true. I'm not like that woman is literally a mastermind. And she does it in like a subtle way. But like Joe Jonas does not want to get on her bad side. No, but like the pictures of them together, like walking, it's like, it's just iconic. I'm like, oh, this is iconic. This is pop culture. It's literally just so iconic. It's just, they're girls, girls. I love a girls, girl. I mean, I think, I know. I don't really know that much about Sophie Turner, to be honest. Um, Boy Toy, I don't talk about Boy Toy a lot, but he was really funny last night. So that's why I'm telling you all his thing. Mm -hmm. He's decided he likes girls, girls. Where has he been? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, babe. Yeah, get, like, get with it. I know. I don't know what we were talking about, but he's like, yeah, I've decided I need to date a girl's girl. He's like, I don't think the girls I've been dating in the past have been girl's girls. They don't get along with other girls. And I think that's a red flag. And I'm like, well, oh, yeah. That's a huge red flag. I was like, sir, you are so late to this game. You know, do you know when you like meet a girl like for the first time and like she's not just nice to you automatically just because you're both girls? And I'm always, yes. like, when I meet a girl like that, I'm always taken aback. I'm like, wait, I'm a girl. You're a girl. Why aren't we best friends instantly? That is, like, the definition of not a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's such a red flag. We love girls' girls. I'm like, if I walk up to a group of girls and not one of them, like, I don't know, like, it just turns to look at me and starts a conversation, smiles, pulls me aside, I ask me my name, like, because I've gone to, like, house parties where, like, I only know the host. And I'm like, well, I can't just, like, mm-hmm. watch the host the entire night. I got to go, like mingle and I'll just mingle. walk up to a group of girls and be like well one of them's got to be nice and if none of them turn around I'm like oh, okay not girls girls not girls girls mm-hmm. but then like if one person does take pity on you and like they're like start talking to you I was like thank you I know this is out of pity but I really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> but I accept I need that I need the pity thank you mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you thank you I think it's sure. so funny he's just coming to this realization Right? I thought it was funny. He's a little behind, but he means well. He entertains me so much. He's like, I'm not even that funny. I'm like, oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm trying to think if he did anything else. Oh, my God. He entered my apartment yesterday, and I left my door unlocked because I knew he was coming over. So I figured he would just knock, and I could be like, okay, come on in. Like, it's unlocked. Nope. He just barges in, like, because he's, he's a large dude, too, so, like, barges right. in, and he's just like, hello, I'm washing dishes, I scream, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, soap goes on the ceiling, and I'm like, ah! he's like, what happened? And I was like, you terrified me, like, you scared me. He's like, I just came in and said hello, I'm like, you didn't knock. He's like, you knew I was coming, I'm like, yes, but I was expecting the knock. A knock. Not... He's like, he's like, well, I thought your door was going to be locked. I was like, so you decided to enter anyway? He's like, yeah, hi. I'm like, okay, hi. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> like, yeah, you normally have it locked, and today it wasn't, so I just came inside. I was like. He's so silly. It's like, sir. 
He's like, oh, sorry for scaring you. I'm like, thanks. Thanks. He won't watch gory horror movies, but he likes horror movies. I'm with him on that. Like, I like thrillers. I don't like gore. So, like, he came over last night, and I was like, he wanted to watch a horror movie. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And I was, like, really racking my brain to find a horror movie that yeah. doesn't have gore in it. Yeah, I really, like, don't know. Like, they obviously, it's on, like, a scale, but, like, they all have a little bit of gore. Yeah, so we did settle on one, but I, I have to say, he picked it out, and it was a good movie. It was called The Arrival, or Arrival, mm-hmm. an alien movie. I don't think it was a horror movie. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a horror movie to me. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I hate horror movie. movies. I love a horror movie. And I don't mean this in like a pick-me way. It's not that I get that scared by them while I'm sitting <laughs> there. It's the fact that the general heinous energy like brings my whole mood down for days. Like It makes me just feel so unsettled, like deeply unsettled for days and I can't shake the feeling I hate it It makes me so anxious it depends on the horror movie so like I hate being chased like I can't even play tag without my anxiety like Mm -hmm. going through the roof so if it's any sort of like chasing horror movie like Chucky like it's Chucky's basically just him chasing you the entire movie that causes me nightmares like and I know it's, like, stupid and ridiculous, and I wish I could watch it. Like, I know that it might but, like, being chased gives me so much anxiety. So like, Me too, yeah. That's a no for me. However, the Saw movies, which is literally just pure blood, like, the entire way through, no problem. I love that. That's, like, my comfort yeah. movie. I thought I'd have a marathon for Halloween, have a spooky night. I don't like that. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll put a smile on my face, and I'll do it. Oh, but maybe, scary. like, my job will be, like, supplying the snacks while you and – you guys watch the movie, you know? I like snacks. But I also, I'm definitely, like, afraid of horror movies. Like, I watch through my fingers, and, like, I will mm-hmm. jump. But then I'll be like, that was fun. I just gain no, I gain nothing from them. I hate them. Maybe you could change me, but I just, like, even the Saw movies, I'm like, oh. Did you like the haunted house I took you to last year? I did. That was very fun. Well, so what- I love that haunted house. Well, Haunted House, I'm like, I enjoy being scared in a controlled environment where I know it's 20 minutes long. But in a movie theater, I don't know why, like, it just feels different. Fascinating. Yeah. I prefer watching horror movies, though, at home. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Not by myself, but I don't want to watch a horror movie in a theater. Oh, no. I can't watch it in the theater. I need to be able to pause it and take a break. If I'm in the, horror, if I'm in the theater, I'm like, I'm stuck here. Yeah, I need to be able to, like, curl up with a blanket Get snacks. Get a little drinky drink. Most horror movies I have to watch with someone. So I can watch alone. Those are fine. Because they're not, like, scary. Mm-hmm. I just would never want to watch them alone. You know? Like, I'd way rather watch them with, like, you or, like... Yeah. <laughs> just me. Yeah. Just, just you. Just Literally just you. <laughs> I, like, I was like, hmm. <laughs> Had nothing planned after that. <laughs> I thought of options and I decided against saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think? Should we jump into it? Let's do it. You want to introduce our topic? Yes. So, I think that most people have been in either a situationship or like an actual relationship at least once where they felt really, really conflicted about 
whether they are with the right person. Like we've all asked ourselves this at one point or another, should I end things? And it is so stressful and consuming and the anxiety just seems to get worse and worse and worse. So we thought if you are in a situation like this, we are here to help and hopefully give some clarity. Um, Little disclaimer, I feel like there's this idea that you have to have like a quote unquote good reason to end things with someone or to break up with someone, to leave someone, which I get, it's understandable. But remember that it's your life and your future and your time and your energy and you have every right to end things with someone for any reason or no reason. So just keep that in mind. Like that being said, do it in a kind way, but you don't need to justify your decision to want to end things with anybody. Um, I feel like it's really normal to question things when you're in a relationship sometimes. Obviously, like it shouldn't be that much. It shouldn't be that seriously if you're with the right person. But if you are, it's really important to try and distinguish between the feeling that your partner isn't right for you and just simply feelings like boredom, which are kind of normal and just comes with time when you're in a longer term relationship. So I think first we can just go over some reasons that are good reasons to stay or maybe Another way to put it would be indications that you're in the right relationship for you. Even if the spark has maybe fizzled a little bit and you just need to like kind of get things going again, these are some good reasons to stay. I think if your partner unconditionally and openly supports and celebrates you and is very vocal about his feelings for you, how proud he is, how much he appreciates you, that's a really good sign for why you should stay because obviously he still val- or they still value you. Yeah. And I think someone who really celebrates every little accomplishment, almost more than you celebrate your own, like, let's say that you've been going through a really hard time and like, you know, like when you have periods of your life where kind of like, oh God, I don't even feel like taking care of myself. Like I just want to like order take in or whatever. And then you cook dinner and you tell your partner, Hey, I cooked dinner tonight. Like the partner for you is going to be like, oh my God, like, that's amazing. Good for you, babe. You know, like someone like that, who's going to celebrate any little accomplishments in your life. Obviously the big ones too, but I think the little ones are just as important. Um, Also, if you would consider your partner, your best friend, and I know that sounds kind of corny and like potentially obvious, but friendship is one of the most important foundations of a relationship. And that's something that really lasts. Um, I was in one of my classes, I think, uh, maybe my sophomore year, we were learning about how in certain cultures where matchmaking is super, super popular. And I know there's like cultural context here, like divorce isn't as common, whatever. But couples who are who got together because of a matchmaker are so much more likely to stay together. And my professor was talking about how one of the main reasons for this is because couples who are set up by family members or matchmaker or whatever are forced to be friends first. And so they have a foundation that serves them like their entire relationship. Even once they fall in love, whatever, like that friendship is what really makes a relationship so strong. And so I think this is a really important one and a really good indication that you're in the right relationship. I think a key factor in any good, healthy relationship is mutual respect for one another. And I feel like 
if that is still there and still growing strong, like currently very strong, that's a good reason to say. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, if you love someone, that's not a good enough reason. That alone is not a good enough reason. But for a relationship to work, you both need to still, like, be in it and be in love. And most importantly, make each other feel loved. Like, show each other that you love each other. Um, if all of these things are true or you agree with all of these things, maybe you're just a little bit bored in your relationship. You've been in it a while. Maybe you're still young and like the idea of being single is sometimes a little bit attractive to you and fun and exciting and you're comfortable. Um, but kind of losing that spark is a very normal part of adult relationships. Like things fluctuate and it's a very fixable problem to have. But if some of these things you don't think are true for your relationship, maybe it's an indication that it's not the right one for you or that there's a reason that you should be maybe considering ending things. So we made a little list of questions to ask yourself if you are in this weird point of questioning if you're in the right relationship for you. And hopefully this helps you figure out your feelings and gives you some clarity. So the first one we came up with is, would you trust this person to make decisions for you? I know this like sounds like, okay, the bar is in hell, but sometimes it like, it kind of is. (laughs) Um, like for example, let's say you're sick and let's say like, if I had a boyfriend, I text my boyfriend, I'm like, I feel so sick. Can you run to target for me and get some stuff? I have to like give this man a list of things and he can't like think for himself and like, like know what to get. And maybe not like exactly what I have in mind, but like, he's capable enough to know, to be able to do things without me holding his hand, like that kind of thing. Like, would you, do you trust someone that if you don't hold their hand, they've got it covered. They've got you. You don't have to like have all this emotional baggage on you all the time. I think that's really important. I think also just does this person make you feel special? I think this, people show this in different ways and maybe your partner shows it to you in ways that isn't a way that you would show it to them. And I think that's one thing that can get a little bit complicated, but in their way, are they showing you how special you are or even making an effort to learn how you want to be made to feel special? Cause that's like, we all deserve to be with someone who makes us feel loved and cared for. And if that's not there, then like, that's what's the point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's me jumping to extremes again. <laughs> I like this question. <laughs> if you had a baby together and you died, <laughs> Would you trust them to raise this kid? Like, that's, like, a big responsibility, a big deal, something that you were supposed to do together or you were going to have an input in. And if that is entirely on them, would you trust their their methods in raising this kid and who this kid would turn into with only their influence? Yeah, I think this is such a good question because it's, like, if you weren't there, would this kid – this kid would have – your partner's values instilled in them. Is that something you would be happy about or something you would worry about? I think that that's a really like, that tells you a lot what you think about that question. I think if you're constantly thinking about breaking up, like this is like a daily question that pops into your head or even weekly, if you're like, oh, like, should I break up with them? Should I not? That's definitely something to consider because whether or not it's fully conscious, 
there's something going on in like your gut in the back of your mind that something's just not sitting right and I think in that case the best thing to do would be just to break up and then like if you're unhappy that way you can always try to go back and make it work not that I'm encouraging that but like breakups don't always have to be permanent Permanent. but I do think if you're considering it in like a back of your head type of way just do it and see how you feel yeah I also think that if it's getting to a point where you're thinking about it really regularly, it's not really fair to the other person. That, you know, like, I think that it's not fair to either of you if that's where you're at. So I think, like, that's a good indication that maybe you should just call it quits. If you're okay. with your partner and you're thinking about someone who's like a little different from your partner and you're thinking wow I'd really like it if my partner was funnier if they were more outgoing if they were kinder if they were more giving if you're just like longing for these qualities that your partner doesn't currently have or like wishing they had these things or admiring those things in other people and other people's partners that you can't have or don't have in your current partner I think that can also be a good indicator yeah like if you're watching like I think a good example is like if you're on TikTok or something and you're watching a TikTok of someone else's relationship and you find yourself envious. Yes. That's a good indication that maybe you don't feel that love that you feel like you're viewing in other people. And I think that that's not good. Not that everything on social media is real. Yeah. But if most of it isn't. Exactly. Most of it's a highlight. It's a, it is literally a highlight reel. But if that's still a feeling that you feel like you're lacking, then yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are in a relationship and, or I guess I'll just phrase as a question. Do you feel like you have lost your sense of self in your relationship and you're confused on what you want and where you fit into in your own life? I know when we're in a relationship, it really turns into a a we instead of an I and you're, you're Mm -hmm. thinking as a unit and this is your partner and that's all good things. However, as long as you keep your identity, like have your own friends, have your own hobbies, be able to be apart from them and then reconnect. If you lose sight of who you are, what you enjoy, where you fit in your own life, I feel like that's a good sign that you need to take some space for yourself. Yeah. Then we're crossing into the territory of codependency, which is not beneficial to anybody. I like your vocab words. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Has your partner stopped working on the relationship? This is where I think we get into, I feel, I love him, but you feel what? I feel passionate about this one. Agreed. I agree. (laughs) Agreed. This is where we get into the, I love him, but Mm -hmm. you can love someone a lot and they can love you a lot and they still aren't meeting your standards. And that's like one of the hardest, hardest feelings and hardest breakup because you're not leaving because of a lack of love. It's because you know that you'd be settling to stay. And I still think that is a perfectly good reason to leave. I think everybody, like, obviously you should express what you feel like you're needing and lacking. But if changes aren't made and someone isn't making an effort for you, then sorry. I saw this TikTok a few, I think honestly a year ago, that said, like, your partner should be giving you 100% and you should be giving them 100% or as like as close to that as you can on any given day towards your relationship. But 
your 100% of giving might be more than your partner's 100%. And even mm-hmm. if they're giving everything they've got and it's still not meeting what you need to be at your maximum, then you need a different partner who can meet you at that energy. Like I know Abby and I have dealt with this a lot because we feel like we give a lot in our relationships. We put a lot of effort in. Mm-hmm. We're very um, devoted, loving, caring, just put a lot of energy towards friendships, partnerships, whatever it may be. So we often come up with this issue of people not meeting us where we're at. And it's very disappointing and it's very hard because you can see this person trying to match your energy. And even if they are working at their 100%, it's just never gonna meet you. And that's fine, but you just have to go find someone who's gonna match that energy and give you 100% and you'll be so much happier. Yeah, I promise. Like someone's good enough might still not be good enough mm-hmm. and it's it sucks and it feels kind of like an assholeish thing to say but it's true everybody's 100% like you said is so different um but there are people out there who's 100% will be very close to your 100% and that's a good match yes um okay this one i think gets a little tricky but it's still very important are you hiding certain aspects of your relationship from your friends and family because they know you know that they would disapprove. I think this is if you trust your opinion of your friends and family. Like I've definitely had friends that when they were dating someone, they would say like, oh, he was wonderful. He's so great. He's so this. He's so mm. loving and caring and doting. And then as soon as they break up, they're like, oh my God, he was awful. We were fighting every single night. He was cheating yeah. on me. He said horrible things to me. And that's exactly. more what I mean of okay. you are hiding – the more dark aspects of your relationship. I completely agree. Like if that's like, happening at all, I feel like that's, that's a bad, that's a, that's a big one. But I think you're like, yeah, mm, you don't want, you shouldn't have to have a partner that you have to filter things in front of your close friends and family so that they're not like, Oh my God, you're with like, you shouldn't be with him. Cause like if they heard it, they'd be like, like, no. Yeah. I think I've, I've been in situations where like I was dating someone and like there was a really big fight and like someone was really unkind to me. And maybe I had like brunch plans or something and I had to text and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not feeling well or something. And I didn't feel like I could be like, hey, like, I'm in a horrible fight right now. Yes. Because I knew that like, it would be very clear that that wasn't like, that they wouldn't like him or it would be not be on me. Like, it was an indication that this wasn't right with this partner and I didn't want people to know that. And I do think that that's a pretty clear sign that it's not good. Agreed. I think it's really important that you feel valued in your relationship. If you think that you bring a lot to the table and you're working really hard at the relationship and you're adding to it and you're putting in the work and this other person is just not seeing it, appreciating it, valuing it, making that known, you need to go somewhere where you're appreciated because there's going to be someone out there who appreciates you and recognizes your work and you don't want to be with someone who's not valuing you the way that you should be. Agreed. I think that also reminds me of another question that I think is really important and has to be in this list. Um, Is your part, is, are they, or would they make sacrifices for you? And I'm not talking like, I don't think anyone should sacrifice, for example, like things like their career or their times with time with friends and family, like not stuff like that, that you shouldn't have to give up in a relationship. But I mean, more along the lines of like, are they going to still prioritize you even when it's inconvenient? Yes. Are they going to like make big moves for you? Like, I think one thing that you start to learn as you get older is there are guys that will do crazy things 
to be with you. And if the per and like and girls too, if you're a guy, um, or whatever your preferences are, but like if you are with a partner that you don't think would do big gesture things or make sacrifices or do big things for you, there are a lot of people who will. And it's hard to be with a partner who who wouldn't. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I agree. Um, next one, very obvious, but very important. Do you trust this person? Has there been infidelity? If they answer, like, if you don't trust this person, then it's really hard to base a relationship off of that. Well, I feel like it could what be. What is your stance on infidelity? Like, I know your stance on it, but I mean, like, could <laughs> I love you it. get, <laughs> I love it. I'm a big fan, but could you get past it? Is that an automatic no for you or could you get past it? Mm. I think it depends on the circumstance, but I think it would have to be a lot of work on their end to rebuild that trust. And I mean like a lot, Mm. like so much years probably. I think it depends on what happened, how old I am, how long I've been dating with them. Do I have kids? Am I married? Like, I think there'd be a lot into that. A lot of nuance. Exactly. I think I if think, I was not, like, before I was married, absolutely not. No, leave. You're done. Mm-hmm. Like, you you mess that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after it gets a little bit more complicated. Yeah, I think but it's it kind of complicated. I think it depends on how, what their perspective is on it. I feel like it's less about me at that point, honestly, and more about how they I, approach it. I feel like it, it matters a lot how they take accountability yeah. for it. But I think there's so much nuance. Again, I I think that if someone ever cheated on me, I'd be out, like, period. That being said, there are totally levels. Like, funnily enough, like, the problem for me with it isn't the actual, like, like, if they kiss someone or hooked up with someone else. It's the things that surround that circumstance that really bothered me. Like, for example, let's say I'm dating a guy and, like, I find out he got really drunk and brought a girl home and hooked up with her. It would be less of the fact that he hooked up with her that would bother me and more the fact that I know that he probably was texting me and being like, oh, good night. Have a good night. Knowing that there was a girl in his bed. Lied to me about how his night was the next day. Like, it's more all of that that surrounds the actual event that I think is, like, the worst part, in my opinion. But I think that just in general, trust is a crucial foundation to a relationship. And if that's not there, then you should probably consider reconsidering well, I feel like trust can be more than infidelity too it can be say you told this person like a secret like something that's really personal yes. to you and they went around and yes. told that I can't or if they weaponize it if they yeah and they mm-hmm. they weaponize it that's another big against one you yeah absolutely I think if they say they're gonna do something or be somewhere and then they're not there and they're unreliable you also can't trust this person because how are you supposed to lean on this person rely on this person who's supposed to be your partner in life if they're not trustworthy unreliable that's that's a very good question too are they reliable and are they consistent consistency is so important like are they consistent that's such a big one Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something that I think a lot about when it comes to going into a relationship now I'm just on a soapbox but I'll be done soon (laughs) um like for me if a guy is consistent with me at the beginning I have no interest in it like if a guy's like really, really sweet and then doesn't text me for a week, I'm like, okay, if you're not going to talk to me for a week, you cannot talk to me the rest of your life. <laughs> like, 
I just think that consistency is so important because it's a good indication of how they would be in a relationship and the effort that they are willing to put in. Are you staying with this person just because you're comfortable in the relationship or afraid of being alone? It's a big one. Being comfortable is good. However, you need to make yourself a little uncomfortable in order to grow. If you want to achieve the things you want out of life, if you want the relationship that you've always dreamt of and you're not getting that currently, you're not as comfortable as you may think. You would feel so much better with space to find that person who would give you those things. And you were alone before this person. You can do it again. You've got friends. Focus on your friends. Focus on your family. There's so many people out there who would be lucky to date you. Being alone is not as bad as a single person. It's not as bad as being in a bad relationship. Promise you. It's Yeah, we promise. We're, we are living that. Like <laughs> We are both so much happier. Yep. You will be... You might be upset for like a month or a few months and then you're just going to have peace and you're like, I'm good. And you're going to feel so confident because you're like, I'm alone and I've got it. Yeah. I think when it comes to comfort, like you want to be in a relationship with someone where you feel at peace and comfortable, but that shouldn't be your only reason to stay with someone. If that is the reason, that's not a good enough reason. Say you've been dating someone for three or six years or whatever, and you're like, oh, I like we've been dating for so long, I can't leave them now. Like, I'm yeah, that's a surefire sentence that you should break up. <laughs> that right there, I've heard enough, I've seen enough, break up with them. As soon as someone says, oh, but we've been together for so long, break up with them, <laughs> end it. Like, you don't want to be in the relationship. Don't waste any you know? time, don't waste it, and don't waste their time. Like, even I, if you love someone, like, I know it's so hard, but like show them kindness, you know, like, I know that, like, no one's doing this out of, like, any maliciousness, but I think if both people aren't in it, then neither, neither should be in it. And, like, okay, so you did date for six years. You break up. You're both miserable. You get back together a year later. Big whoop. Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. they find someone you don't. Again, that's fine because, obviously, it wasn't meant to be. You did the right thing. What is meant for you will come to you. Like, you will not pass by anything not meant for you. I very much believe that. Thank you. Abby, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and our final question. Madeline, I'm going to let you take this one. Because you have a dramatic nature about you that I appreciate. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast and you are trying to find a good reason to break up with this person through our questions... Yeah, this is it. Break up with them. Yeah. Break up with them. That's you. If you didn't go through the part of our questions that was like, what was it? Good reasons to stay. If you weren't like, oh, I'm good after that, you're not good. (laughs) You're not safe. I'm so sorry. Like, I know it's hurt so bad. And you're like, I think oh, like, I really need one that's got this really specific scenario that's, that's happened to me that, like, is upsetting me. And, like, I need you to list that one. Yeah, this this is it. Yeah. Yep. And I think that Madeline and I can speak to this because we both left relationships with people we were still in love with. Yes. And it's really hard. It sucks. You're miserable after. You're so heartbroken. And then life gets way better. 
and you feel very grateful for the experience and you would never settle again. Also, like, post-breakup glow-up, like, that's a thing. It's real. It's very real. You get so much closer with your friends and your family. You have so much more time to focus on yourself so your life glows up. Like, Oh, my God. Speaking of, I have an update. I just remembered it. Oh, my God. I'm just really waiting for the <laughs> I'm <end>. sorry. <laughs> because this reminded me. I ran into him at Trader Joe's yesterday. <laughs> I ran into my ex-boyfriend yesterday. Really? I did. How was it? It was very, it was really awkward. We didn't even talk. We just like both did a double take, like the craziest double take of my whole life. And then just like kept going. But I was just so taken aback. He's a new- And then guess what? Well, no, no. I'm, in, I'm back home right now. Oh, Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Okay, okay, okay. I ran into my Trader Joe's. And here's the crazy part about it. <laughs> I told my mom and she was like, oh yeah, I ran into him a few weeks ago. And I was like, mom, these are the things I need to know. <laughs> somehow her interaction with him was more awkward than mine and I feel grateful for that did you talk to him no no like we literally just saw each other like while we were leaving and I think it shook us both up a little bit because I don't think he expected to see me and I like was hoping I didn't see him were you looking cute but I was looking cute and I was driving my mom's Tesla so I just felt kind of like a baddie (laughs) (laughs) that helped so much (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like whipping into the parking lot. He was whipping out. I'm gonna put those sunglasses on in slow motion, roll down the window, and be like, "Bye, boy." <laughs> well, even funnier, my window was down because I was listening to Noah climb the window down with my hand, my like, my long red nails out the window. That's such with a my sunglasses on, and then he like double took, <laughs> and I did too. And I was like, "Oh my god, jump scare!" Jump scare. That happened. Jump scare. That happened. Anyways. That's my my tea at the end. I, I didn't that. make this about me. <laughs> okay. Let me wrap this up. Oh. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, girl. Bring us home. I want to say that it's okay to feel conflicted in your relationship. Um, usually this person that you're dating does have good qualities, obviously, since you started dating them in the first place. But if you break up with them, if you're considering breaking up with them, that'll make so much more space for you to find someone who's a better fit. I also have been seeing more and more about people saying that, like, choosing your life partner is, like, the biggest decision you're going to make because that person's going to influence so much of who you are and what you do. So take your time with it. Be confident in it. Um, and, yeah, breaking up is um, so much better than taking a break. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, we'll take a break. We won't talk for two weeks because it sounds easier. I just don't think it's very helpful. I also think that a break is the first step of a breakup. Exactly. That is like a good sign that you want to break up, but you're kind of in denial and you're scared. It's like a baby step towards it. Yeah. So I would just know that and make your own educated decision. But breaking up can just give you so much more space and peace to figure out what you want and what's important to you. Mm-hmm. also if you are the person being broken up with don't take it personally like I know it's a very personal thing but like everyone's just trying to do what's best for them um and figure out their own lives so like but on one hand yes it's very personal because it's obviously this was person you cared about but the other hand it's like I don't know this is probably me in my old age it's not that deep <laughs> <laughs> it's not that deep yeah sometimes people it's not that there's something wrong with you yeah 
I mean, sometimes, sometimes your, your behavior is wrong. Yeah. But I feel <laughs> but like you a know lot of times, if you did something wrong, you know, you know, you know. this you is know. not for you. You know who you are. Yeah. This is not for you. But sometimes it's really not about anything that is wrong about you or that you were doing wrong. It's just the fact that you're not right for them. Yes. Or that you're not the most right. Like maybe you fit a lot of the things that they're looking for, but it's just not, it's a maybe. And I think if it's not a yes, it's a no. That's how I felt in my last relationship was like, you know, those like puzzle pieces that like fit together, but they don't match. Like you can make it fit, but it doesn't complete the puzzle. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. Like yeah. I, I can, I can stuff it in there and like, it'll, but it it'll, doesn't actually fit. It doesn't actually fit. Even though it was like, it was really close. Like we almost had it and that feels really good. It still wasn't the perfect match. Yeah. And that the right fit is out there. It is. I feel like you just have to be brave enough to not accept until then. Exactly. I feel like each one gets me closer and closer to what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think so too. And it's exciting. It is exciting. I'm like narrowing it down. Like, okay, a little, little too far to the left, a little far to the right. Let's keep mm-hmm. keep realigning and I'm like a little compass, like keep realigning. Zoning in on my true north. Also remember guys that like dating all of this. It is supposed to be fun. Yes. It's good to think about this stuff and like, you know, make informed decisions, but also just have fun. Sometimes you learn things in time that you can only learn in time. I feel good. And on that note, that's our episode. I know. I feel good about this one. <laughs> Me too. I'm feeling And if wise. you, you're feeling wise. I'm feeling wise. You're feeling wise. You are so wise. Thanks. And if you are someone who has decided that you are not in the right relationship, you can reference our very first episode ever, which is all about breaking up with someone you're still in love with. So there you go. Full circle. Okay. Guys, that's it for us. We'll see you next Friday. Love you. Have the best week ever. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.